1: Or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Woo!
2: Yeah, having
3: yeah. trouble with my parking. Right. I heard you got a ticket 100%. yesterday right after you paid for parking. I got a ticket. They got me, I would say, two to three minutes... Prior to paying on the app, which is very frustrating. And right now I'm having trouble paying on the app as well for some reason. Hey, uh, so I get another ticket. What the hell? So, Nine, oh, by, yeah. by the way, I know it's
2: 903, whatever. So, here's the thing. Spike just sent me something that I think you guys need to know. Okay. And it's about the spread of the norovirus and how it spreads. Uh, you can get norovirus by accidentally getting tiny particles of feces, poop in parentheses. Or vomit uh, from an infected person in your mouth. Have direct contact with someone who is uh, infected with the norovirus, such as you know, caring for them or sharing food or uh, eating utensils or being in a with studio them. with them. The Built Ford Tough Studio counted out. Yes, you're in the Built Ford Tough Studio. You could you could get it if there are particles in the air. So I just want to let you guys know that. Spike sent that to me.
3: Well, I mean, I think that's and all he, we he know.
2: Just, he, he just thought it would be a good thing for you guys to know, and
3: especially the feces part. <laughs> uh, what are we supposed to do with that? I don't know. I mean, the vomit particles are clearly in the studio. Yeah. And I know Yusuf came in here. He didn't spray Lysol, though, either. I mean, that would have been...
2: Yeah, but he said the thing that he was spraying was the thing that they used for the COVID. Okay. That's what
3: he said. He goes, uh, this is what we use for the COVID. So I should feel better about things right I now? I think so, yes. If I haven't ingested it already? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he sprayed it on the carpet. So as long as you, don't, as if you plan on licking the carpet, Jerry, you're, you're good.
2: <laughs> he wiped down the desk too, and the microphone, oh, yeah, and the 100% arms, same. and the monitors, and the tables, oh, and yeah, the
3: chairs. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So let's get back to the topic of the day. Really, yeah. it's the topic of the month. Might be the topic of the spring if something doesn't happen soon, because. Enough already. So Aaron Rodgers coming out of his darkness retreat. He will not talk to McAfee this week. Apparently McAfee on vacation, so maybe next week we'll get some clarity on the situation. You got Derek Carr visiting with the Jets over the weekend, and something that you, I guess, did not think was possible as what? As recently as a few weeks ago, now you'd think is possible. I do think it's possible. With the Jets making the move for Aaron Rodgers. Right, I do
2: think it's possible, but a couple things have to happen for it to be possible. Now, first and foremost, the Jets did hire Nathaniel Hackett, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, he and Aaron Rodgers are close friends. Rodgers gushed about him. They're Right. They're, they're close friends. And and one of the reasons I think that Denver thought that they were going to be able to get Aaron Rodgers last year. But according to people that I have spoken to, Aaron didn't want to leave Green Bay because he had buddies on that team. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to leave the Bakhtiaris and the Mason Crosbys and the Randall Cobbs and all those guys. He wanted to have another go round with them. I do believe that Green Bay has had enough of Aaron Rodgers and and everything that's gone on. And I think that they want to give Jordan Love an opportunity after sitting there for three years. So, So all of it kind of makes sense. But the first thing that has to happen is Aaron Rodgers has got to come out of this darkness retreat. And hopefully he's going to do this soon because... You know, the Jets are sitting here and they have to decide, you know, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. And I think you, me and everybody else thinks that Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback, gives the Jets a better chance. And from the Jets perspective only, if they do get Aaron Rodgers and they are able to acquire him, that means they can keep Zach Wilson on the roster and he gets to learn from his idol and he gets to learn and watch how to prepare uh, from a Hall of Fame quarterback which you know Aaron Rodgers is not going to feel any sort of uh in insecurity there's, no there's no there's nothing there there's no insecurity because Aaron you know maybe he plays a year maybe he plays two years I'm not sure all right so 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 what has to happen he has got to say I want to be traded as Al's got his gloves on too his surgical gloves I don't blame him um I he's got to be wanting to be traded to the Jets and only the Jets and and the reason that that's important is because then Green Bay is kind of hamstrung in terms of what they really can ask for Aaron Rodgers. Look, they want to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, and if Aaron Rodgers wants to go, then then, he, then they can go to the Jets and say, hey, we'll take a third round and maybe a compensatory pick or you know compensation depending on how successful he is or how deep you go in the playoffs with him. And I'm sure the Jets would be more than happy to do that. But it's not like going to be two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and two players. It's not going to be anything like that. Because Aaron Rodgers is driving this bus. He is the one that is making these decisions. And I think Green Bay recognizes that. Now, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be making about $60 million this year. A little bit over a million dollars in salary and a $58.8 million signing bonus that he's not going to receive from Green Bay. And he's not going to receive that from any team that acquires him. He will have to modify his contract. And if he wants to win wherever he may go, and let's hope it's the Jets, if he wants to win, that means he's got to modify his contract to the point where he gets assurances from Woody Johnson that Woody Johnson will take that money that he's saving by Aaron modifying his contract and then investing it in the team via free agency to give this team an even better chance to win So, or make trades or do whatever Joe Douglas has to do. So there's a, there's a very good chance, I think, that this all
3: could happen because I,
2: he is not going back to Green Bay.
3: Right. So you add it all up. You've got Nathaniel Hackett here, and he could not have spoke more glowingly about Hackett, unprovoked, by the way, a couple of weeks ago with, with McAfee to the point where he said he made it fun. Like coaches, there are certain coaches that make it fun, and he was one of them. Number two, unprovoked, talked about Zach Wilson and how unbelievable Zach Wilson was when they were together in the summer. You could get him for two years, Zach Wilson. Potentially could then be ready to play. Makes all the sense in the world. The contract makes sense if he's going to do what you say. And also, the thing about the draft picks to me, you know, I, I find it comical when someone will say, oh, "I'm not giving up a first round draft pick for why not?" Well, if that's Aaron, what you have to not do, give,
2: but you're not going to have to give that up because Aaron's going to say to Green Bay, "Look, I want to go to the Jets, make it happen," and you know, and there's no way that Aaron's going to want the you know, the Green Bay Packers to take three draft picks away from the Jets because then that's going to lessen the opportunity for them to get even
3: better for Aaron Rodgers to step by. But the run. point is there's nothing that they're going to ask for that should prevent this from happening because it's not like for the last 40 years the Jets drafting has won them all these Super Bowls anyhow. So if what you're saying is true, it's even better that you wouldn't have to get up. Well, I think some Jet fans a few weeks ago thought you otherwise would have had to.
2: Right. So here's the other part of it. You got to remember that when Tom Brady left, New England. He picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he did so because he knew that team was a quarterback away from at least getting to the playoffs let alone win the Super Bowl and then of course he took them to the Super Bowl and they were able to pay everybody you know, they had in Dominican Sue. They had everybody on that team. They, they were loaded defensively. They were loaded offensively. All they needed was a quarterback that wasn't going to throw interceptions like Jameis Winston was the year before. And a quarterback that was going to go down there and knew how to manage everybody. Now, the one great thing about Tom Brady and what he did for Tampa is that he went down there. He moved into Tampa. Remember, he got Jeter's house. Yep. And he started throwing with those guys and really immersed himself in the the team aspect uh, and being the total leader. Now I would hope that Aaron Rodgers would do something like that at least for one year here. I don't know if he would do it for two if he had if he had two years here. but I do believe that the Jets can acquire him assuming that all of these conditions are met. And I, I'm you know this is a panacea. this is like a perfect situation. And if that does happen, Then I think that's the way that they should go.
3: And to your point too, they do need to add some pieces. As good as this defense is, and they were seven and four at one point. You don't want to forget about that. Through 11 games, this team was pretty good. Their defense was not as great as we made it out to be. They were good. But remember, the reason that uh, everything fell on the defense for them to win. Yeah, but so the, the defense is also the, the, the unit that gave up a win against
2: Detroit. Wouldn't it be nice, though, if the offense was able to score, you know, For sure. 28 points a game? Would be nice. So Aaron Rodgers does that. I mean, he, he immediately agreed. will elevate everybody. I can't even imagine. And there's not going to be these hands in the air from Garrett Wilson and the bitching and complaining from Elijah Moore and all the crap that goes on. You want to talk about a guy walking into a locker room that has immediate credibility and everybody's going to be on their... I don't want to say best behavior, but everybody's going to have a little pep in their step. And by the way, you know, I don't know what Mekhi Becton's going to be. I don't know, you know, they'll go out and they'll get other offensive linemen. And just having a guy like Aaron Rodgers back there is going to make that offensive line better as well. And he's just going to make the team overall feel like he can go in there and win. Could you imagine C.J. Mosley? How he would be on yes. defense?
3: The same way when Brett... And I was there. I was covering the team when Brett Favre worked and walked into that facility at Hofstra the first time. And it went from same old Jets to maybe we can win. You know, Chad Pennington was a very good quarterback. He was. But Brett Favre walking in there was a legend walking into that locker room. And I'll never forget talking to Jericho Kotchery after one of those practices. The look in his eye was like... We got Brett Favre throwing the football. We can go do this. And for 11 games, funny, 11 games again there. Yeah, my man. We're <laughs> going to spray some Lysol. Right, oh,
0: exactly. Love it. Just, yes, yeah, yeah. spray
3: it around. Let me just cover around. my
2: coffee. I don't want any of that yeah, yeah. in there. Hey, well, the, right. yeah, they will kill well, the germs well, yeah. you've but, sucked but here, But here's the thing, too. you got to remember that, uh, you know, the, Brett Favre is a little
3: bit of a loose cannon. Aaron Rodgers is not a same loose effect, cannon. Same effect, though. But same effect. Same effect, that, yeah, but he's not a loose every cannon. Every single person in that facility thought that they could win a Super Bowl because Brett Favre walked through the door. Now you bring in Aaron Rodgers, who is more stable, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's not going to be sending, uh, you know, penis pics to anybody. No, but he might be pulling guys for these weird retreats. But that said, he's more stable. He's he's Aaron Rodgers and I think it will have the same exact effect on this team but with a better result. And I think the Jets, like what do you think the numbers right now? If I check FanDuel Sportsbook, the numbers for the Jets to win a Super Bowl right now would be oh, what? Oh, God.
2: I mean, they got to be somewhere mid to bottom of the league. Okay, so if that's the case... they have no quarterback to speak of. And I know And the that. moment they sign Aaron Rodgers, that thing will
3: shoot up and they'll be like in the top six. So right now, the Jets are plus 20... Is that right? Plus 2,500? Does that sound about right? To win the Super Bowl next year? They get Aaron Rodgers. That's got to move to the plus under 1,000, yeah, no? At least... I mean At that least, and then
2: in Joe Douglas once, once, once whatever happens over you, there sir. in Florham Park, thank you, Seth. Whatever happens over there in Florham Park, you know they
3: got to get the quarterback question answered, and they got to do it relatively for quick sure. And so now this comes back, to Derek Carr. Now, so now you spent the weekend. Well, before I get to that, what does when Favre came here? Eric Mangini was the head coach. Okay, fine. Is Sala? Like when Brady went to Tampa, there was Bruce Arians there. Does yeah. Sala maybe make him rethink or even think secondly about coming here? No. He's not exactly an established head no, coach. No, I, I think the fact that Nathaniel Hackett's here. That's enough. And, you know,
2: that they can run an offense that he would be very comfortable in. And you got guys like Garrett Wilson. You got three tight ends that can all, that can all play. You got Elijah Moore, and you got a few other people that. What is
3: going on around? He this? got you People breakfast. Just, oh, he did. This is your breakfast. I bought oh, you breakfast you. this morning. Oh, oatmeal. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Please. All right. So then, then I'll then I'll come back to Derek uh, Derek Carr. Then now, so now you just spent the weekend with Derek Carr. Clearly, Which, and by the way, they they had a great meeting with Derek Carr. Okay, and by the way, he did ask about Zach Wilson, and I'm sure he asked about Aaron Rodgers too.
2: Yeah, if but Derek, more, more so, you know, more so, Aaron. Uh, I mean, Zach Wilson. Like what?
3: What? And so he's not looking over his shoulder.
2: And the thing about it is, is that we do. The athletes, maybe Aaron Rodgers, not so much because he's later on in his career and he realizes that he probably has a year or two left. Um, but, you know, for Derek Carr, this is there's an insecurity that's still associated with him because of what just happened in in Oakland. For sure. I mean, in Las Vegas. So well, the thing is, like, he doesn't he knows these people. He knows Rob Sala. OK, I like everybody. But, you know, can you truly trust like what's going on here with these guys? I think if you're Aaron Rodgers, you can because it's Nathaniel Hackett. If you're Derek Carr and you're thinking I want four to five years and I want a total commitment by the team, this isn't the perfect
3: place for that. I, I don't think. But 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 if he called them on Friday and said, I want you, what do they do? Well then they have to find out quickly
2: whether or not Aaron Rodgers is available. The other thing too about Derek Carr, you would have to spend more money on him, I believe. Well it's a longer contract, of yeah. course. So and there's more guaranteed money
3: and you know, if it doesn't work out it, It just seems to me, clearly Derek Carr has to know in his own head that he's their second option. He has to know that.
2: I would would think so, yes. But I would also think that Derek Carr is trying to drive up a bidding war. You know, he's already visited the Saints. He's visited the Jets and supposedly he has two more visits. I haven't seen where he's supposedly going. You would think that this would be all over the place. That, yeah, he's going to Carolina. Yeah, he's going here. Yeah, he's going to Tampa.
3: I haven't seen any of that yet. Well, so when I you think know, about the where places that I mean, if you, those are clearly teams that need quarterbacks, wouldn't Indy be a team that would need a quarterback? They got to draft a quarterback, so they they're going to the, go young, young with, fourth, with the new head they, coach,
2: right? They got the fourth overall pick, Tampa, and they're going to they're either going to trade with the Bears uh, to try to get the number one pick, or they'll stay Pat and they'll take one of the other two quarterbacks, Will Levis or C.J. Stroud, right? So there's not a lot of options then in terms of where he could go play. That the point being is either the two teams in the uh, three teams in the NFC South. Three teams down there, so Atlanta. He could actually go to Atlanta too, I guess, if you if you know Arthur Smith wanted to go that way. But I still say, you know, Atlanta should be making a play for Lamar Jackson. Someone's going to
3: make a play for Lamar Jackson because we certainly saw his Instagram post. He is not happy. The Ravens clearly can't be happy.
2: I, I mean, it makes total sense. Atlanta, different different conference. They need a quarterback. They need a selling point. Atlanta needs a selling point. You talk about a franchise that you know is kind yes. of stuck. Yeah. And they're stuck in mediocrity right now. If they added Lamar Jackson to that roster and to that team, Scott, I'm telling you season tickets would go through the roof. Sponsorship would go through the roof. The business side of the building would be very
3: very happy. Same thing here if the Jets ever ended up with If the Aaron Jets Rogers.
2: got Aaron Rodgers, do you know what the business side of that building over there in Florham Park would be oh. like? I think it would be like that for Derek Carr but
3: not mm. to the extent that it would be for It'd Aaron Rodgers. We were talking about this earlier. Aaron Rodgers is a ten. Derek Carr is a nice seven, seven and a half. It's good. I give you it's really eight. good. I will give you an eight and a half. Uh, I don't think so. I'll I don't, don't think Jet eight eight fans eight. would say that. I don't. Derek Carr will have Jet fans believing they're a playoff team. Aaron Rodgers has Jet fans thinking they're a Super Bowl team. And I don't. I don't even. I'd love a Jet fan to tell me otherwise because I think that's pretty much. Right. So everyone and, and, I've talked to, that's what right, they think. And, he, and here's your other.
2: Here's your other alternatives. If one of these two don't work out. Your other alternatives then become Jimmy G on a short term, and then it becomes possibly trading for
3: Ryan Tannehill. If it, uh, you the know, Jet he, fans don't want Ryan Tannehill,
2: I, I understand. I'm not. I'm just telling
3: you, you what can't the alternatives sell are. Ryan Tannehill to the Jet fans. But they they got to have somebody. Yeah, not him. It can't. I'm sorry. It can't he, be. He led his team to the number one seed two years so ago. So boring. But, but they don't win anything. The number one seed. Then what they do in the playoffs? They lost to the Bengals quickly. Yes. Can't
4: sell and to by the way, you know,
2: here's a guy that played on two bad ankles. You can't go. You have Could to, you, you, you have to imagine? Yeah, the, like So I, So uh Patrick Mullins played on a bad ankle throughout the playoffs and was amazing with that bad ankle. So imagine having two of those and having to play with two of those. Tough Brian guy. Hill did the same thing. I'm not thing.
3: arguing with you. What I'm trying to tell you is the fan base. You can't. Tease the fan base with potentially Aaron Rodgers and land on Ryan Tannehill. But again, not for fair,
2: Aaron Rodgers to come here. He's got to say that this is where he wants to. Come. Understood, and that's yeah, so you understand that's
5: it. where it
3: starts.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
5: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I was thinking this.
3: Would it make sense to get an update from Gio on his ride home? If he'd like. Just to see how he made it and if right. he's doing all right. I'm just telling you guys, the last thing I, I know to that. do is talk to know, anybody. But I think this, here's what I'm thinking. He's okay. not laying at home in his bed trying to pass the time. He's trying to get home. He may be home and by now. He might be. If he's home... Hang up. Unless he had to pull over. I'm thinking this would get his mind off things okay. to help him get home. And we want to know what he did with the puke bucket there. Yeah, we don't know
2: really what he did with that. I just saw him he walk out with it. I know. I and know. I don't know where he put it. So maybe I mean, did not
3: leave it out in the middle of the uh, n- the newsroom or not? No, I don't think so. I saw him carrying it down the hallway. Maybe so, to, the, so. to the upside down studio. Like, where do you put it? I, like, what do you do I with think that. you close it up and you put it in the garbage. What are supposed to do with it? I don't know. Got to get it out of here. That, that stuff is radioactive. And that's why you tie it tightly and you get it up. So let me... Ju- <laughs> well, that was so funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're brought to you by Superbook Sports. I'll introduce myself. Visit Superbook.com and by Edison Heating and Cooling. And we'll see. If Geo joins us, great. If not, that's fine. I'm going to run through some of this sound one more time. Then your calls will finish up with. I see a lot of calls on Car and Rogers uh, on the board. 877-337-6666. Coming up after we run through all these clips. This is David Carr. Um, so I don't know if he works on NFL Network or he, he does. A no, he does. He for works, works for NFL, NFL Network, Network yeah. now? Yeah. So here he was talking about his brother, Derek, who indeed met with the Jets this weekend and how things went with the current coach, Rob Sala.
5: Yeah, Derek had a great trip. So he went there to to get a feel for how they work, you know, from the top down. And mm-hmm. everyone he met, and we knew he would love Robert Sala. I've known yeah. Robert for a while. MJ knows Robert. He's fantastic. And they hit it off. And they, they would love to work together.
3: That said, it's not quite that simple as David Carr would continue.
5: But there's a lot of questions that have to be asked. You know, he has to he has to find out how the inner workings of obviously the front office works, but then also. Now hold on, we'll, all right. We, well, let's let's go to Gio. the line. We,
2: we got Gio on the line. So, uh, Geo, uh, where are you, and how you doing, my friend?
6: I'm on the uh, Southern State Parkway, the 111 exit. I'm going to merge on uh, Sunrise in a in a minute, so about 15 minutes to go or so. Uh, I feel like absolute hell, but I have not thrown up or pooped my pants this entire time and i'm trying to steal your superpower right now because i feel it wow i just got 15 i just got 15 minutes to go and then i i i'm gonna explode i already i called gene i said if any of the doors are locked like i'm gonna kill you
2: (laughs) (laughs) hey listen you just gotta you gotta squeeze that sphincter muscle
6: i i'm trying and you know what it is it's all like i haven't like I was listening to you guys, and then the people were calling up at their puke stories. So I had to stay away from that. I've just been singularly focused at the task at hand, just with the blinders on, just thinking, get home, get home, get home.
2: Yeah, that's what and, you got to uh,
6: do. I'm almost, I'm almost there. I do have this garbage bag next to me. Um. So, like, I, I can cover myself with the throw-up, but if, the, if it comes out the other end, that's going to be into my life. Yeah,
2: I told you, you uh, got to make sure that the shower is right across from the the toilet, like it was for me back at the Western Hotel out there in uh, in uh, Scottsdale. Let me ask you this: um, yeah. What did you do with the vomit that you had here? Everybody seems to be very concerned yeah. about that.
6: I uh, so I put it. So I put it in my office. I closed the door and I texted Yusef. Um, I said, listen, I got sick. I got a stomach virus. There are things in there, so when you take it out, be very careful. And then I told the sales guy, you know, that's right outside the office what was going on. You know, so he you know he wouldn't be near it. But I really didn't know what else to do with it, so I just kind of threw it in there and, and closed the door and texted Youssef.
2: You know, hopefully Youssef has it, man.
3: Uh, well, that's why we called. We were trying to call you to kind of get your mind off things to get you home. Uh, figuring if you had the first hour done, that we would get you get you into your house for the final ten minutes or so. So yeah, no,
6: I'm am flying actually. I think because all these kids are off of school and stuff, like the traffic has not been bad, so that's that's been good. So. Um. Yeah, okay, I'm. am almost there. Like I, I can taste the finish line. It's amazing how thirsty this makes you. Like I have, I don't think I've been this thirsty in I don't know how long. So that's the other thing that's on my mind right now is to drink some.
2: You're dehydrated. Do already. you want me to? Uh, do you want me to send drip hydration for you and Gina to the house?
6: Yeah, let's let's wait to see how the rest of today goes. That's very very kind to of you, but I want to see. You know, I don't want to get it while I'm still. You know, got stuff coming out of me here. Right. So, um, so yes, I'll. I would love that. I just got to make sure it's the right timing. Uh, is Gina over it now, or is she still in the middle of it? No, nah, she's she's better. I mean, she all she, oh, last night she was she was having problems, but she woke up this morning feeling better. Went up for like eight hours or so. So, Oof. um, no. so she's 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 fine. And, we got, uh, we got Louise in the house already had it, so she's, she's protected at least for a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, it's a complete disaster. You know, like, everything that happens when you have kids and germs and all that crap, it just... It's just... It always works out horribly. Well, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. So, like, Sabrina gets sick on the plane while we're flying home to Phoenix. Like, the timing of that, you know? And then, um... And then I get sick, you know, On while I'm doing the show. And, like, dry, you know, I woke up feeling fine, and it just get worse and worse and worse. So I did hear a little bit of you guys talking about what we do, and we're sick next time. Like, next time, if I start, like, shivering and stuff, and, like, Gina's got a stomach Turn fired,
3: the just, car like, around.
6: Turning around and saying
2: sorry. Yeah, you know? as our as our buddy Mark Roberge once sang. That's right. Turn the car around. Hey, listen, hang in there. You know, we're going to have a we have video of you throwing up here, so we're going to show that right now for uh, the, the folks on CBS Sports Network so they get a real feel for just how sick you were. And, uh, hey, man, hang in there, my friend. Just let us know what you want to do tomorrow, all right?
6: All right, perfect. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, Geo. See you, man. I feel bad for him.
3: Well, yeah, terrible. Yeah, it's a rough ride home. It's a long ride, and it's a tough ride. So Stephen has. uh,
2: We do have some videotape, I think, of Geo. Just oh, I don't know if they want to air it. I just wanted to let you know it does exist. I mean, if it exists, I got to see it. I mean, you don't see anything coming out of his mouth because he turns his back on it. That's up to Stephen.
5: I would say. Stephen, are you there? You want to
2: see it? Yeah, we'd like to see it, but we don't really see anything. Just want to make sure that everybody realizes that this is not a conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? He's going to roll it now. He's going to roll it now? There it is. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Not good. Not good. All right, that's good. That's good, (laughs) Stephen. (laughs) That went on for a few minutes, too. Oh, man. I've been there, man. I know it. I know it. I feel bad for him. Yeah, I'm going to be there too soon. Okay.
3: Um, A couple more from David Carr. Uh, in terms of what his brother thinks of the organization, meaning the Jets.
5: Obviously, the team is is just in need of a quarterback and so some stability there. They have a lot of good components. There's a lot of things that are very positive about the Jets. He had a great trip. All right, great. So how long will we know? It's it, it's honestly, it's it's going to be a long process, though. Uh-huh. There's He really only has the Saints, the Raiders, and the Jets to kind of compare those three places. And so he wants to do his due diligence and see as many places as he can to get a feel for what the best place for him will be.
3: By
2: that that sounds like, to
5: me, doing. he's got other places to go to.
2: Well, yeah, and I think he told the Jets that he has two other places that specifically he wanted to go to. Yep. And uh doesn't sound like the Commanders is one of those places. But, again, you know,
3: he, he can That's go. an interesting place for him.
2: Yeah, yeah I think they're going to go with Sam
3: Howell with Eric bien Hmm. I just, I Washington's defense has been good enough to win, and their quarterback play has not been good enough to win. True, uh, which is why that to me would make sense, but whatever. Um, Steve Cohen spoke yesterday in Port St. Lucie. Uh, here were a few from him. I thought this was interesting because Shohei Ohtani is still under contract uh, with the Angels, and yet he was asked about going after Ohtani after next season.
6: I'm not thinking about anything other than this season, okay? like That's next year, all right? Like right? Let's worry about this year. And by and the, the way, right answer he- he really can't say
2: anything about a player that's under contract for another team, and, by, and right. also, by the way, in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes, uh, Shohei's uh, agent said he is going to test free agency. Yeah. So that means if the Angels are out of it by around the trade deadline, that a team could acquire him, you know, for the stretch run. Which I would say the Mets would be right in the middle of that. Now, whether or not that he'd end up signing a contract here, that's a whole other thing. But that's somebody to keep an eye on. And I'm sure there'll be a bidding war
3: for him if the Angels fall out of it. And you're going to have to trade a lot of players and a lot of prospects to get him, you would think. So perhaps, I don't know if this is true or not, but I had a buddy of
2: mine tell me, he goes, I'm an Angels fan. I couldn't believe it because he lives in L.A. And he goes. Most of the Shohei Otani specialty nights with bobbleheads and all that yeah. stuff is prior to the trade deadline. Makes sense. Like, there's nothing after the trade.
3: Remember, That's- they had that one game last year. Where we were trying to figure out why. Uh, the Halo and why Anaheim was so packed for a random Tuesday night game and then we found out it was a Shohei Otani giveaway night. Yes. And the place was jammed. So I don't know how many of those they, they have but
2: according to my buddy who's an Angel fan yeah, uh, he told me that this is something that's obvious to any of us out here that are Angel fans so that means if they do fall out of favor then maybe he is on the trading deadline. You gotta believe that the Angels know that
3: they can't retain him It certainly seems to be the case, yes. Now, here's where Steve Cole, maybe he's got this. Clearly, they thought about it when he talks about the farm system being loaded again.
6: In the end, and I think this is really important, that um, when I measure my success as an owner, obviously, you want to win a World Series. But, you know, I'm also going to measure my success on building a farm system.
3: Now, that could be for players coming up through the system, or maybe, perhaps... To go out and get a guy like Shohei Otani. Who knows? We shall see. Uh, and then lastly from him, which I know the fans have to love, just talks about him open up the wallet as
6: he has. I made a commitment to the fans, right? And it wasn't a short-term commitment. You know, when I do something, I don't do it halfway, okay? I mean, I, when I'm in, I'm all in. And, uh, you know, I, I don't accept mediocrity well. And so I have a certain high expectations, and, it, and if it requires me to invest in this club, then I'm going to do
3: it. And it's exactly what he has done, as we saw. He spent a lot of money this offseason. Music to the ears of
2: the fans, man. Yeah, which is different. I, I tell you, Jim Tholen would be the same way. He would spend Absolutely. as much money as he possibly could to try to get a winner here. It's just... Unfortunately for him over the years, it's just
3: hiring the wrong people and the wrong people making bad decisions. Nick, by the way, uh, don't play until Friday when you mentioned Dolan. I'll get to the Rangers in a moment. First, we got uh, Aaron George. Uh, he spoke yesterday, I believe for the first time, at least publicly, with the media. Uh, and gathered together here he was talking about being balanced not won the world series last year had a great personal season but it didn't end the way he wanted to for the club it bothers me i think it bothers the group as well you know every every year that we don't you know finish what we started you know it it wears on us in different ways uh, for sure because they didn't win and in terms of he didn't leave he's back and he's so happy yesterday felt kind of like the first day of school getting a chance to be back here even though I already knocked out my physical I didn't have much to do yesterday but it was good to be back around everybody see the team see the guys check in with guys that you know just kind of been talking with on the phone. Spring training games will start later this week over the weekend down in Florida and in Arizona. Um, other things of note, the Rangers played last night. We don't spend enough time on the Rangers, quite frankly. Uh, they played really well, but did not get it done because the Jets had a great goaltending performance and they scored the goals against your guy.
7: Morrissey with a feed. He gets it back for a drive. score.
6: Well, that changes things in a hurry. Josh Morrissey, one of the top
7: defenseman in the lead. With the big shot, it looks like Dubois. It was. Final seconds of the Rangers' power play. Miller pushed it ahead. Neil Peonk's case clear. Leads Kyle Connor. Power play is over. Connor pulls up, shoots. saves Shesterkin. Rebound, score!
3: That was two. Pass by Connor, right, broken right, up. Right, Jerry,
7: by Center. Connor shoots and scores! We haven't played this many
3: Ranger That was three. And the Jets take Jesus. it back and turn it into the Rangers' zone. Shifley to Connor.
4: But Shifley! <laughs> <laughs> <the> Taylor
3: scores! <laughs> They connect again! They did. His second of April the game. They
2: boomer, up your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I hope you all get the norovirus. There you go. How about that? I'm going to get it. How I am going to get it. I'm well aware what's going to happen. And by the way, not a great night for Filipino Minus was three. doing
3: fine. Until not good. Not good. Don't want to be minus three, Philip, Come on. Tarp over his head and vomiting and there's yeah, right. particles in the air. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so the, uh, the Jets win 4-1. You had 50 saves from Connor Hellebuck, and that was pretty much the story. <laughs> First regulation loss of the season for the Blue Shirts, who were Eight zero and two in their last ten. As for the Islanders, a win over the Penguins. Sorry,
6: gave it away to Horvat. Horvat centers Martin backdoor for Lee, and he scores. Oh, what a play by Anders Lee!
7: The Islanders' first lead of the night. Yeah, made it three two. What a play did, by and Anders
3: Lee! Lead. What yeah. about what a Go, pass what a by a terrible, Matt Martin? Well, that and how about the terrible I mean, play by the goalie? I mean, people think that it. you know Matt Martin can't do that. He could do that. Assisting on the go-ahead goal is if the I
2: hours. Matt, I'd go walk right into his coach's office. I want a raise. No, I no. want more ice time and a raise. Yeah, I want to be out there. I want to be out there. I need 20 minutes of ice time a night. More ice time, more
3: money. Raise, right. raise. Okay. <laughs> uh, tonight, the Devils take on the Canadians. Islanders will get the Jets tomorrow mm-hmm. as they complete the tri-state uh, threesome, as they call it. Uh, moment of the day, I don't have because I had no time to do it because I've been in here for two hours. But it would have been brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Ah! Ah! Right, okay, great. There you go. All right, so we're going to come back with your calls 877-337-6666. You three three seven so sixty six sixty six. I'm talking. Very fast. Uh, whatever. Um, we'll come back with your calls. We'll He's wrap things to up. Run the norovirus, which you won't be able to do. I also did an Excedrin with extra caffeine. Oh, that'll
7: do it too.
0: <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
3: g should have done this morning he knows it he won't make the same mistake twice oh. so we are here with you for 10 more minutes he's prairie dogging right now i can tell you that <laughs> that's disgusting 877-337-6666 his car should be in the driveway his head should be in the bowl we are here to wrap things up and we start with frank and roslin new jersey what's up
7: frank what's up boys how we doing all right frankie what's happening brother so two things on this Car Rodgers, I guess Lamar thing. If you, if I guess we can agree on, if we're ranking the guys, it's either Rodgers, Lamar, Car, or Lamar, Rodgers, Car. Where's
3: but Ryan Tannehill two... fitting there for you, Frank? <laughs> not,
7: not
3: even in there. But you're a Jet <laughs> fan, right? Yes. All right. So if I if I told you Ryan Tannehill's a fine quarterback, but if I told you right now that's what you're going to end up with, you would say what?
7: I would not be happy at all. He was, he's a worse version of Derek Carr. And, and, and my, what my point is here is with Derek, I can't believe we're arguing or people are debating over the two. You have the chance to get a guy who's a Hall of Famer who's still motivated to win if he goes to the Jets, as opposed to Derek Carr, who you know what his ceiling is. You know, you know, he's a nice player. You know what you're going to get in the AFC. He's going to go on the road and win more than one playoff game. He's going to go win that division. I know it's a, a long-term thing, but I, I just don't know how we can even compare the two. Yeah, I only, only thing, I, I, th-
2: I think wait. I think Frank, the only reason we're debating it is because Derek Carr was here this weekend. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett was hired by the Jets. He's close friends with uh, Aaron Rodgers. There are reports out of Green Bay that you know Green Bay's done with him, but they also know that yep. he's kind of controlling the narrative, and that you know we're thinking that if he wants to come to the Jets and play with Nathaniel Hackett then that's why we're debating it. And it's not a question of who's – we all know who's better. The other problem with Lamar Jackson is that, I, you know, look, I think that Lamar quit on the, on the Ravens the last two years, and I don't think the Jets want to go anywhere near that. They wouldn't want to trade assets for that, and they certainly wouldn't want to pay the money for that.
3: Let me ask you this, Frank. Sure. Let me ask you this real quick, because I'm on yours. So I would take Rodgers in a heartbeat over the Derek Carr, but devil's right. advocate would say – what about the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been a bit of a pain in the ass number 1 number 2 he yes. has underachieved in Green Bay losing multiple home playoff games at Lambeau Field in January I mean oh, there was the is last that, time the Jets were in I, the playoffs I I'm with you on this yeah. side of it but I, but there are fans that will say ah. why am I giving anything up to get a so, get a guy who's only won one time and has lost a lot you're of not going to so, be giving up not going to
2: be giving up a lot go ahead frank So
7: my 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 reply here is you you know what the ceiling is for Derek Carr. The AFC is stacked: Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Allen, names, Trevor Lawrence. Can you can Derek Carr go on the road in the playoffs and win multiple playoff games? I don't know, but he should Derek have won, won in Cincinnati last week
3: uh, last year. He should but, have won. He thanks Frank for the call. He should have won in Cincinnati last year. I, I mean, would just I would just say this also. You know, Derek Carr.
2: I don't think he. I think Aaron Rodgers is the, the the target for sure. And then I think it's a Derek Carr as a fallback just in case that the numbers come down and maybe the length of the contract comes down. I they're not looking for a quarter I no matter what Jet fans say about Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson is going to be here. I'm not saying he's going to be their starter. I'm just saying that if you had Derek Carr with Zach Wilson, that's probably not the perfect mix. That's probably not what Derek Carr would want. For sure. But if you had Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson, now Zach Wilson gets to to learn and work with his idol. Makes too much sense, actually. It does. Matt in uh, Rhode Island. Matt, what's happening, brother?
6: Well,
7: you guys are forgetting about the uh, Jets' defense. Like Aaron Rodgers, he's one and four in AFC Championship games. NFC. I, I understand he gets you there. Mm. But he's one in
6: four. He won that last one 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Mm. He could have walked into the end zone against Tampa, and he didn't. You guys are forgetting about the Jets' D. With Derek Carr in that defense, they could go for I don't think that defense That's
3: was that good. I think the defense was
6: good. It wasn't great.
2: I would say I would say, Matt, either quarterback will improve that defense because you would like to think that these quarterbacks will get their team in the end zone. That is very true. And they will take pressure off the defense having to play an almost perfect game. Think about that game in Denver. Think about the game in Green Bay when they won. You know, they were really weren't getting right. much out of their offense.
3: But This defense was being thought of to be one of the best in the NFL. Elite defenses win.
2: It probably ran out of gas. You know, this defense also shut down Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, but it probably ran out of gas because they weren't getting a lot of support on the offensive side of the ball. It all works together. All right, final call. Mike and Mayo Pack. Mike, what's happening, brother?
7: Hey, guys. How are you? Good morning. All right. So, listen, not to sound like a, uh, you know, repeating the same thing over and over That's all right. That's what we've been doing. I know. And I know, Boomer, you just said there's, there's really no comparison between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr, but I just don't even think Derek Carr is, is really the good fit for the Jets there. I mean, he had Josh Jacobs, who had a career year, a phenomenal year at running back, and he had Devontae Adams out there in, in, in Las Vegas. And I, I just don't know that you're upgrading when you put him in a system with the Jets from those two weapons. So, I mean, I don't know how we expect him to maybe do better, in New York than he did in Vegas. Well, you'll, you'll well, have a better defense. Yeah. that's for sure. You, you will. And the
3: other thing, too, and maybe Boomer can talk about this better than I can, they blew seven games where they led at halftime, and I think five of them had double digit leads. Yeah, so. So, so it's, the, it's not like they were unproductive. They just dropped dead in the second half of games. And their defense fell apart. And
2: then, you know, when he needed to win the game in the fourth quarter, their offense couldn't get the job done. And that's frustrating. It's part of one of the reasons why. I would think that Josh McDaniels said enough already. We're, not, we're going only so far. And you got to wonder, like what is Josh McDaniels thinking about? Uh, what, no what, one knows. What,
3: what are the Raiders thinking about? Don't know. Because they mean, need a quarterback now.
2: Right. So if you come here to the AFC East... You got Bill O'Brien now, the offensive coordinator with New England. You got Vic Fangio, the defensive coordinator down in Miami. You're going to have that Miami offense to deal with. Mac Jones is going to be better. And you know, Buffalo is going to be, you know, they got Josh Allen running all over the place. Is, so it's not an easy place to come and play here either as it was in
3: uh, Las Vegas. Is Derek Carr thought of a little differently if they close out that game in Cincinnati last year? I do think so. I, I, I will say this. You got to remember, he lived through the Gruden stuff.
2: He's had like five different coaches out there. You know that organization is anything but stable. Well, when they uh, what do I scream about every year
3: here? Stability and consistency. Right, exactly.
2: And you know, I think you know, it's if they can get there if they can get Aaron Rodgers here for a year or two, and and kind of mentor Zach Wilson, maybe you still have something with Zach. I don't know. I, I have no idea, but I think that is probably. The best case scenario for the Jets, and the moment that they sign Aaron Rodgers will be the moment. Just like when they signed Brett Favre, there'll be so much excitement around that team that it will be it will be overwhelming for the business side of uh, of the New York Jets and how popular they would become.
3: And I think the biggest thing you said right there is the relationship between he and Zach Wilson because it makes sense. Derek Carr doesn't make sense unless you're going to get rid of Zach Wilson. Rogers coming here, two-year deal, makes sense. Maybe Zach Wilson's ready to be the quarterback. And that's why I put those five things out there that
2: have to happen. And one of those really key things... And no matter where Aaron goes, uh, if he does play, he's going to have to modify the contract because nobody's going to pay him, you know, sixty million dollars.
3: No, especially not coming here for not the first in one time. year. Not in one year. They're just not. What gonna would, and him.
2: what would that do? Jetwise cap? It would kill him. It would kill him. So I'm just telling you. Again, he has to do what Brady did for Tampa. He's got to take less, and he's got to get an insurance. From the owner, Woody Johnson, that he's going to allow his general manager to go out there and spend money and make sure that they're going to be in a good spot, giving Aaron Rodgers the best chance to actually beat these other
3: quarterbacks. In theory, he signed three years 150, correct? Is that right, essentially? yes, Yes. Why would he give that back? Well, I think they all understood
2: that if we sign the contract the way the contract was written last year... That coming back this year, they would let Aaron Rodgers decide where he – essentially, he's kind of like a quasi-free agent, even Mm -hmm. though he's not. That the the, the Packers would let him choose where he'd want to go. And then they would make the compensation reasonable for the person that is
3: acquiring him. Or the team that. So the the idea was never for him to get the three years one fifty. It was no. right it that way. He gets a lot of money this year, and we'll and then, figure and out the rest. And there's
2: an opt out, and and the, the I think the dead cap hit for the Packers is like twenty four million, which they could absorb, because you know They're, Jordan Love is not making that much money, so right. they they don't have that much money tied up
4: in their quarterback position. It's not overwhelmingly where they can't go out and sign other people. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy